No, the um the guy the why why. Uh, Wilson. Blonde, yeah. Um, blonde o- headed. Owen? Owen? Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. That was a good, that was in person, that was, that was. Now I'm Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> My mama says. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of the NYC Godcast. So happy to have you along. Wait, you look nervous like you've never been here. <laughs> it's been so long. Welcome, Rachel. <laughs> Jamie thought that was gone. Well, why are you acting so excited? Then? Jamie's back <laughs> and Rachel's excited about so that. So happy to be here. Today is CJ's birthday and we just thought we should say that. It won't be when you watch this, but it is yeah, today. It is and so too. not that we don't record these alive. <laughs> we're um, not. We're, this is exactly what you're Happy birthday to the shadow of the podcast, the elephant shadow. The, the can, you, can you yell it loud enough for them to hear? <laughs> I don't think so. There you have it. Uh, so question to start us off today. We've been looking at the Shadow Kingdom this month. Uh, it is camp, folks. We are one week away from camp. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so question to start us off. We've been looking at shadows. And there's another aspect to this theme, and that is kingdom. Mm. So if you guys, do you guys use Amazon? Um, always, always. I don't think I've ever never not used. I don't Amazon. think I've ever used Amazon. <laughs> I know that's wrong. Not used Amazon. Okay. So, um, if you were to order a Kingdom Starter Kit mm-hmm. from Amazon, what would come in it? Flags. Flags. That's dragons. Dragons. Ooh, Ooh. spicy. Um, a throne. A throne. Crown. Crown. Peasant people. <laughs> a beast. <laughs> <laughs> They just come with them. Um, I don't know. Kingdom sounds like old, so like horse and carriage, stone cobble, well, like cobblestone, scepter, scepter. Ooh. Does anyone know what that is? Probably not. I do. I said it. Okay. Just because you said it doesn't mean you know what it is. <laughs> it's true. Um, Loser has to pick the item at the end of the podcast. armor. <laughs> oh, I'm so nervous now. A guillotine. <laughs> A kitten? A guillotine. A kitten? What kind of kingdom is this? A fur line? There's always the guy running the guillotine. <laughs> That's cheap. cheap. <laughs> so she loses, huh? Okay, Jamie loses. Do you really want me to choose again? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to choose. More pudding for us. Uh, so <laughs> it's sort of odd. Like I was, We've been working on this theme for quite a while, but it's sort of odd that the Bible describes Christianity as a kingdom mm-hmm. because, frankly, if you look at kingdoms, the kingdom of God is missing all the pieces. Yeah. And like, and we don't talk about that, but it's sort of odd. Like mm-hmm. he says, this is my kingdom, but then it's missing all the things you guys kittens. just said. I mean, he does have some kittens, oh, but <laughs> in fact, if, if uh, you will find nowhere here on earth where there is a location on a map named the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to look at this at camp, but like you can go find all these kingdoms of all these Kings right now who mm-hmm. are ruling. You can find their thrones. You can find their castles. You can find they're peasants. Yes. I don't know if they have guillotines anymore, but uh, you can find all of these parts of their kingdom. But then it comes to the kingdom of God. It's like that's not on a map, and that's yep. there's no there's no castle and no dragon, technically. Uh, and so like it's just odd. So search as you may, you will never find any parts of the kingdom here on earth. And yet, even though this is the case, the kingdom of God is just as real and even really even more of a reality than. Any king who's ever ruled, any kingdom that's ever been. But the difference is that although our king is currently the king of kings and lord of lords, our king is yet to come. Mm -hmm. 
And that's the difference. Yep. He is king. He is the king of kings, but he's the king who is yet to come. Yep. And so, <laughs> excuse me. I was really hoping not to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've. <laughs> there you are again. <laughs> once you do it once, so you just sorry. always. So we've spent all month, uh, and and we've been looking at you know the wicked camp and the mm-hmm. shadow kingdom, and what's fascinating about the shadow kingdom is that it's this concept that God has a kingdom, and His kingdom is a literal eternal kingdom of light. That will know no end. That's mm-hmm. what his kingdom is described as. But what I love about this is that if you look at the Bible, the Bible gives us a foreshadow mm-hmm. of our faith in this kingdom. Mm-hmm. So there's the shadow kingdom, which is not a good thing, which is what we've been talking about all month. Mm-hmm. But then there's this foreshadow of faith mm-hmm. of the kingdom of light that's to come, which is a good thing. That's what I want to talk about a little bit today. So the word foreshadow is a compound word. I don't know if you guys remember for compound words. Oh, no. Two parts put together, together. compounded. Mm-hmm. So for, right, the word for means prior to. Mm-hmm. And the word shadow yep. is obviously a shadow. So what is foreshadow? It's it's It comes prior to the shadow. Yep. It comes prior to the actual present representation. Mm-hmm. And so even though God's kingdom is real and factual and it's present right here and right now in this life, what we see is merely a foreshadow. It's what occurs yep. beforehand. It, it's, it's what's alluding to what's already present. Mm-hmm. Does that make yep. sense? Mm-hmm. And so it's for this very reason the life of a Christian is lived and walked and talked and acted upon by faith. Mm-hmm. Faith says, I know this kingdom is real, though I can't see it. Mm-hmm. I am basing my life upon the foreshadow of this kingdom to come. Yeah. And so uh, it's a life that's based upon a foreshadow of our faith, a life that's built on the belief that one day the kingdom will be made seeable. It'll be made a reality. And so in faith, we operate our lives based upon what we can't see as if we could see it. We, yep. we base our lives upon what we can't see as if it were real and true here and now. Mm-hmm. And so it's for this reason that Jesus, when, when asked to teach, uh, how, teach us how to pray, Jesus responds to his disciples and he says this, this is the intent of your heart. This is how you should pray. How does he start it? Thy, he doesn't start this way. But then, how does he say it? Thy kingdom come, thy yep. will be done. That is how you should pray. Now, some people take this right and they're like, this is this is the verbiage. This is the yep. chant of Christianity. Yeah, this magic yeah. prayer. Like yep. we should anytime you pray, you should start off with Father who art in heaven, hallowed be. That's not what he was saying. No. What was he saying? This should be your heart's cry through yep. prayer. This should be the the mindset that you approach mm-hmm. prayer with. What is that mindset? Thy kingdom come. Yep. The shadow king, the, the foreshadow kingdom will come and your will will be done. Yeah. And so the life of a Christian, it, it it's supposed to beckon, it's supposed to beg, it's supposed to usher in God's kingdom here mm-hmm. on earth in the same way that God's kingdom already is in heaven. This is what I love. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about this a lot at camp, but this is so, so powerful. How is, don't look at the screen. I'm looking. How is, how is the kingdom of God in heaven? Great. <laughs> <laughs> CJ says great. True that. This is what I want us to grasp. How how is the kingdom of God in heaven? It's perfect. It's a hundred percent unanimous. Yeah. It's submissive. It's completely a whole. There, do you see how we've never seen anything like that? Yeah. Like you look in America, we got two party system. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But what does that mean? It means we're built upon division. Yeah. You look at you know look at uh, monarchies. What is that? Mm-hmm. There's peasants and kings. Every kingdom we've ever seen has a divisive foundation 
And yet in heaven, there is no different opinion. Mm -hmm. There is no disagreeance. There Mm -hmm. is no, I'm not going to do that. You will perfectly 100% wholly submit and surrender in heaven. Why? Because God reigns supremely. And so what is Jesus saying here? He's saying, this should be your prayer. Just like it is up there. I want it to be down here. Yes. Duh. It doesn't sound <laughs> good. Yeah. Like, I feel like we would really stop repeating that prayer if we really took the time to think of what he's saying here. Yeah. Do you really want a, a 100% submissive unanimousness in your life to God where yeah. you don't have a right to say no, where you don't have a right to say, I don't want to do that, where you don't have a right to say, I don't want to say that, where you have, where mm-hmm. you do nothing but his will perfectly because that's how it'll be in heaven one day. That's how I'm praying it will be in my mm-hmm. life now. I don't think anyone's signing that up. Yeah. Like they're but, not putting themselves on that, Jesus but that's what says, it's supposed to be. Yeah, Jesus says, this should be your prayer. Like, forget mm-hmm. all these other things. Pray this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so God reigns and is in control and has power over every single detail in heaven. Nothing is outside of his grasp of his rule or his reign. And so Jesus says, when you pray, pray that just like the kingdom of God perfectly is in heaven, Pray that it would be so here on earth. Pray that it would be perfectly submitted to here on earth. Uh, To share a little bit, for some time now, I've actually been praying this prayer. Um, I've been, I've of course, worded in my weird Josh way. But I've been praying, Lord, let your kingdom come in my life just like it is perfectly in heaven. That's what Mm -hmm. I've been praying. And I think that's what Jesus is saying here. I don't think he's, you know, there, there is a corporate take on this that is definitely applicable but i think he's he's saying personally pray that god's kingdom in heaven would be the same as it is in your heart here now Mm -hmm. and so what what i've been praying is lord let us start here like yes i want god's kingdom to be in all of our lives yes i want it to be in the church at large i want to be in the body of christ but lord let us start right here Mm -hmm. let let your kingdom come right here just like it is perfectly in heaven um what's what's fascinating we will talk about this a little bit at camp what's fascinating is that the bible defines the heart as the dwelling place of god it defines the heart as the throne of a man. I've used this many times in Sunday school. I don't know if you remember, but I don't know if you do you remember that movie Meet Dave yeah. with Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like this like it looks like a person. There's this little guy and oh, his head or there's a little was. there's yeah. this little guy inside of him who's controlling. Like mm-hmm. okay, how about SpongeBob? Remember when Plankton oh, climbs yes. inside of SpongeBob? Like the you backpack. understand, you understand. <laughs> and so Plunged what is in. that? It's that there's this person shaped like a man. But there's someone inside in this seat of control that's calling the shots. It's mm-hmm. what's making this robot do. And so if Plankton pulls the lever, SpongeBob picks up the cup. Yep. If, Ruins uh, the microphone. If Eddie Murphy, you know, says to do, I don't think it was Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy, but whoever the little man inside of Dave was, if he tells him to do something, then the robot did it. What is that? It's someone sitting in the seat of control. Yep. It's like a driver's seat of our life. And the Bible says that is where God is to dwell. It says, give God your heart. What is that? That is the throne, the control seat of your life. So technically, there is not a red velvety gold trimmed throne here on earth called the throne of God. No. There will be one day a reality of a throne that we were before. But biblically here and now in God's kingdom, which is already here, already present, technically our heart, that control seat is his throne. Mm -hmm. So the question is, is he sitting on it? thoughts i think that sometimes okay <laughs> wrong way wrong way rachel looked nervous so i started talking you are such a good friend i am a mom at heart <laughs> um no but the problem is is that people assume that they can change the person who's sitting in that seat right when in reality when you're talking about a king sitting on a throne there's no one else allowed to sit on the throne right and so you either off made, with their head here comes yeah, the guillotine so it's either it's you 
or it's him. There's no, right. well, I'm going to go do this, so I need to just scoot over just right. for a second. Right. There's no, no. There's no it's, you have to choose. And I think that's the problem is that we feel like, especially in America and just Christianity today, is that we feel like we have a choice. And it's right. not. It's not supposed to be a choice. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree that that's a Western thing. Yeah. Like, I love America, um, but I think that this is probably less of a mindset elsewhere in the world because... In America, like even in our own political system, even mm -hmm. in our own government, we have power there. Yeah. We can make the change that we want to see. Mm -hmm. And so the, uh, the idea of total submissive, <clears throat> excuse me, the idea of being totally mm -hmm. submissive and the idea of giving control to someone else where, where our hands are tied and we have no say so. Yeah. That's as un-American as it gets. Like yeah. that's totally foreign. And yet that's what that's what the Bible describes as Christianity. Yeah. And I'm, I'm with James. Like we think that, you know what? It's Monday and I, the coffee... I didn't it's not have strong it. enough. <laughs> and the car has a flat tire and the children are eating screws. I don't know. <laughs> I have a horrible no. father. Uh, you only have one child. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows where she's at now? Uh, but we could get so distracted by things. We're like, you know what, God, give me the throne. Yep. When biblically, that's not even an option. No. He is the king of kings. But isn't it funny, though, we feel like when life gets hard, we want the throne back. When there's no better place for it to be than right, his like control. It's like, it's like it's easier to not be on yeah. the throne. So like when, it's funny to me. We have it so backwards. We do. So so think of an airplane. Like I'm just analogies. Flowing out of the wazoo. Mm. Uh, so think of an airplane, right? If an airplane is going down, do you want the flight attendant to take the seat? <laughs> do you want the guy who's been drinking the whole flight to take the seat? No. Yeah, no. You want the professional who's been trained in this area who is more than capable mm -hmm. to take the pilot seat. Why? Because he's got this and yeah. you don't. I don't want to sit in that plane seat. Right. Yeah. And so the pilot has to sit there. It's the same way in our lives. Mm -hmm. Why in the world would we want to take his seat? Yeah. We are not. That's the lot harder position. It is. You know? We are not called to be kings. We do not yeah. know how to make good decisions. Listen, if we've learned anything in our short lives, it's that we can't make good decisions. Yeah. We need someone else to do that for us. What does that mean? Give him the throne. It's just like watching a toddler trying to do something or just even a small child in general you're watching them try to take a cup from the fridge yeah. to a table and you're like lord help that is not the way to do it and you're watching this and that's how exactly how god is for yeah. us we're like okay well you can handle it if you yeah. want to but you're gonna mess it up well and, and i think back to what rachel said with that throne comes great responsibility yes you want to sit there okay here come the consequences yep. of sitting there here come the consequences of all those horrible decisions here comes the weight here comes the burden the mm -hmm. anxiety the stress and so we look at our own Christianity and we're all worn down. We're all defeated and yep. we're losing. We have no victory. Christ said, I've come to give you life and life more abundance. There's no abundance to be found. What's the problem? It's because we're sitting in a seat. Yeah. We're doing what we're not qualified to do. That is a problem. It's out of our scope of practice. It, it is. And imagine, this is so, so like blows my mind. Even think about this. Think about getting to heaven. We finally, finally lived out this right, this life. We've ran our race, kept our course. Mm -hmm. We get up to heaven. We go through the pearly gates. There stands Jesus and we take his seat on the throne yeah. of God. Like, I almost don't awkward. even want to say that out loud because I feel like I'm in a lightning strike zone. Like, that is like blast. That is as bad as yeah. it can. You can't even know what. I don't even think the worst sinner could fathom even thinking you could do that. Yeah. And yet we're fine with it here. Yeah. That's a problem. The problem. Yes. That's a problem. <laughs> Fix it. So don't dethrone God is what we need to grasp. Mm -hmm. And so what if what it would it look like for us to perfectly submit and perfectly reverence and perfectly bow down to him? as our king here and now before we get to his kingdom there and then. Mm -hmm. um, I've Many people have said, I've, I was listening to a message here not too long ago, and it said factually, biblically, everyone will submit. Yeah. Every, the Bible says every knee will bow. Not a single knee will be missing from that. Mm -hmm. Every knee will bow. So why not bow it now? Yep. 
how much sweeter will it be to see your your king then if you've already submitted to him now but if yeah. you had to be forced to bow then he may not be your king after all you yep. may not make it into his kingdom and that should terrify us yeah and so <laughs> excuse me i'm so sorry folks um <laughs> but not sorry enough I, <laughs> so what i believe uh what if what if i believe so greatly in the kingdom that is to come someday that i lived as if it were true today yeah that would be a life of faith. What if I so greatly believed in Jesus, my King of Kings? What if I so greatly believed that one day his kingdom will be a factual reality that I see with eyes of faith yep. that I decide to submit to it now? Yep. That would be a biblical life. We're going to look at the life, I, not to spill the beans, but here they go. We're going to take a look at, on, <laughs> we're going to take a look on <clears throat> Thursday of camp uh, at King David. So fascinating. I'm so mm -hmm. excited for the study because David's one of my favorite characters in the Bible, especially the Old Testament. But it's so fascinating that like you, you, so you guys have read the Bible before. I've, I've seen so it a couple you, times. So you look into the book of Chronicles, the book of mm -hmm. Kings, mm -hmm. and, and even the book of Samuel. And like you see like king, king, mm -hmm. king, king. And like it, it literally goes, and he became king and reigned, and he became king and reigned, and he yep. became king and reigned. Like that's literally like three-fourths of the Old Testament. Yeah. And so what is that saying? Like there's just, just one to the other. And you find this king named David, mm -hmm. not the first king, the second king. But it's so fascinating because he's anointed king, spends his whole life before he gets to reign mm -hmm. and rule as the legitimate king. Yep. And you're looking at this, you're like, that's not like all the other kings. That doesn't that doesn't look the same. And what we find is this is a foreshadow. Mm -hmm. It comes before the reality of what is to be. What is that? It's that one day. It's that right now, here and now, Christ is king. He is the ruler. Mm -hmm. However... One day, that will be a reality that we see. He's still king now. David yep. was still king, even though Saul was sitting on the throne. David was still king, but he had yet to come into his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And it was only when the people rallied around David and said, your kingdom come. Out with Saul's kingdom, your kingdom come. They all united. All of a sudden, David was given his kingdom. Yep. That's, the, that's what we're talking about here in the New Testament. That is yep. the plan for Christianity. We are to live in such a way that we rally around the kingdom of God. We rally around the king of kings, and we usher in his kingdom come yep. his will be done yep and so this is this is kingdom living mm -hmm. this is walking by faith this is christianity well that's all i got oh i kind of want to go back to round two of the castle parts but no i already won <laughs> did you yes spoken like but, a true loser but at what cost it didn't cost didn't anything it was free. she has to choose the thing now no, that means you, you do. do. The loser had to pick. No, I thought you said the winner had to no, choose. No, you said oh, well, loser. Fun with that. No. You'd both want to lose. So, James, what is the charge up challenge today? Oh no. What have we have? We have a pudding, pudding cup, cup, a globe, flashlight, a flashlight, a castle, a, a moon. moon. Hmm. That's the quietest she's ever been on the podcast. I think her whole life. Something purple. There you have it. Something purple. Something purple. These all have to be individual things, right? Like you can't bring like a purple castle, like a purple moon. It's the like, something old, something new. They can't yeah, all be the same thing. Yeah, like does that have to be however many? I don't care. Okay. I'm not going to plan to So they have a purple table, moon <laughs> that has a castle on it that also right, like is holding pudding. Thing. Right. What about the kitchen? Well, if it's a pudding holder, that's a moon. Is there such a thing? Pudding holder? A pudding, pudding holder. holder. Putin, he said, "Pu," and then ding. <laughs> That's what Cosmo does afterwards. That laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, We're really um, just you can bring these here. items to camp, and we didn't even tell what they're doing. We're just, oh, <laughs> we're just like, 
<laughs> bring, bring something up purple. purple. Uh, at KF this year, if you bring something purple, you can get your name entered into our prize drawing. Let me just say, I am quite blown away by the prizes. Oh, Last yeah. year was pretty cool. Dude, we have up to Annie for prizes yeah. this year. We have some yeah. huge, like, I want to win. Yeah. I don't know if I can rig I my, my name, name in there. In there a couple yeah, times. I want to win. We have some great, great prizes. So you yeah. will not want to miss that. Bring these items to camp. Show them at check-in and you'll get your name entered in as well as some other ways throughout the week. But we hope you're getting super excited. We are one week away. We will see you very soon. But until then, bye. bye.